everyone, this is your host Katie with Dark Humors of IT. Welcome to episode numero uno of version 1.0. Version 1.0, right? What is more generic than that? Or naming my episode Pilot, um, what better way to tell you guys a little bit more about me and what I do and why you guys should keep listening to me. So I'm going to get into a little bit about me, um, but first I'm going to tell you a little bit about my name, uh, where the madness came from, and then we'll get into the details about why you should keep listening. What is Dark Humors of IT? And what is my podcast going to be about, right? What am I going to tell you guys? Really to let people know a little bit more about me, um, especially, you know, with COVID going on, there's a lot more, you know, everybody is behind a screen. So it's super important to, you know, let people know that I'm out there, let you guys see me, get to know me a little bit more. And for those who know me, uh, very, very dark soul. So when people think, um, when people think of IT, sometimes they think about nerds and Star Wars, Comic-Con, and then there's like these select individuals um very small percentage of us that are just we love foul crude dark humor we are perverted souls but we're out there um and it just it's very fitting in my personality on my podcast i'm a very laid back um easygoing person um with a little bit of a dry humor (laughs) what can you guys expect from me in the next coming weeks So I think where we're going to go with this um, is we're really going to focus on small to medium-sized businesses, um, and we're going to talk about common pain points that they have uh, in all sorts of departments, but what's really costing you money? And a lot of the areas that we want to focus more towards what I do would be on their reporting, automation, database cleanup, um, kind of the do's and the don'ts. A lot of times people report too much or they report too little. Um, They also have and how I can help by giving you guys just tips and tricks on how to either prevent the bleeding, stop the bleeding, or to acknowledge that it's there. So what is an example of when a company would know that they need to hire a consultant? Sometimes identifying the need for a consultant is first knowing that your employees are super busy. Not only that, but they're doing tasks that they shouldn't be. Um, A lot of times we, we pack all these requests and these tasks on people who shouldn't necessarily be doing it, um, but do it because you ask them to, right? And then there becomes a point where they no longer have the bandwidth to do what's usually that's a key of when you need somebody such as myself or like an additional um, business analyst. So a good example of this is an old job that I worked at they hired me to create a couple reports for them and they didn't think that it was going to fit a full-time job. So they also hired me as a part-time IT help desk person Um, within hiring me. um, So they knew they wanted like five different reports off the bat. Their scheduler was having a mass amounts of issues, not being able to understand and manipulate her schedule correctly. Um, And then on top of that, they needed me to find uh, a new maintenance ERP system or CRM system. So within the first week of me working there, about the first week or so, handling those scheduling problems. So what I realized was that they had the incorrect amount of machines put in that they had on the shop floor. And then they also had the incorrect employee hours, not only the employee hours, but the number of employees that were working on given jobs during the day. And then they had the incorrect machine hours put in 
that they were up and running during the day. So all of this compilation of things wasn't allowing the scheduler to schedule the jobs properly. So they she wasn't allowing her to schedule the right people in the right place at the right time, which everybody knows it's key for scheduling. Um, so after fixing those problems with her, there was kind of more into digging into the machines. We also realized that the quoting was wrong. So the quoting in their ERP system hadn't been updated since they implemented the ERP system 10 years ago because nobody knew how or where to implement that data. So what they were doing was they were manually manipulating all of their quotes, all of their finances through an Excel document because they weren't trusting what was coming from their ERP system. So basically what happened was they started making decisions based on feelings instead of based on data because they didn't have data at that point. So, you know, I'll go, I'll go back to this previous job. Um, so basically, again, you've got all of these people who are creating reports and spending all this time playing around in Excel when they shouldn't be, right? Yeah. And it makes sense to find somebody and bring them in, usually kind of a BA type role, which is kind of what I fit. Um, I really do focus on creating ad hoc reports, doing the automation of those reports, and then taking a look and really diving into your ERP maintenance, database cleanup, um, things along those lines. When you look to hire somebody like that is when you, you realize that all of the time these people are spending, whether it's manually manipulating things in Excel or you're asking them to create reports that they shouldn't necessarily be creating, but you lean on them anyway. Um, a lot of times you're, you're taking away the focus of their core position and what they should be doing. And the time is better spent elsewhere. So yes. that's where I come in. Whereas it's like a consultant on demand, right? You use me when you need me, but you don't hire me because you don't. And a lot of small to full-time businesses don't need a BA or my services full-time. But on an ad hoc basis, you get to prioritize the important initiatives and you get to give me the nitty gritty little things that you need done. Who is Katie? Uh, yeah, so I uh, am 25 years old and I've been a, a business analyst of all sorts for the last six years. Um, I have worked for quite a few small to medium-sized businesses, and I've, I've kind of had my hands in all the cookie jars, right? I've, I've done everything from creating forecasts to doing scheduling in call centers um, to working in manufacturing, and that's, you know, that's kind of where I got more into IT and got to the software application side, but it was also creating reports. I worked with quality. I worked with finance operations. I did their scheduling. And I even rewrote their, their floor plan um, to make it more efficient and to create more room for the guys to have all the tools that they wanted. So, you know, when it comes to the guys on the shop floor, they want their own toolbox. They want their own stuff. They want to know where their stuff is. It, it became a huge ordeal. So we needed to figure out where, where we could fit their stuff out on the shop floor. So um, I've kind of had my hands in a little bit of everything. I've done company websites, company newsletters, um, PowerPoint communication that gets broadcasted out to employees. I've also ran the, the suggestion box, hands in a little bit of everything. I love it. I love the versatility of what I do. And that's why I started doing this. That's why I started Consilitex. Um, and that's what brings you this podcast today is that I, 
I love the versatility. I, that's what I want. Um, it's what I enjoy. Corporate life is a little too stuffy for me and I don't want to run that nine to five rat race. I have a nine-year-old daughter, um, that I want to be home with. I, you know, spent a lot of time in school and working so that way we could have the things that we have. And now it's about, you know, creating a, a prosperous living that benefits these other businesses, but also allows me to be home more for her. So. Um, I guess what, what I will say is thank you for listening and definitely thank you for watching. Um, you know, things to look forward to in the next couple of weeks is that we're just going to touch on some common pain points um, in relation to those small businesses, very common issues that they're seeing in regards to reporting, database cleanup, um, automation, training, retention, um, the importance of process documentation and that creating those documents. So tips and tricks on how you can identify if there's a need in your business for those items and also how to go about that first step of implementing those items. Um, so definitely some helpful tips along the way. Um, looking forward to those next couple of episodes and I'll also be touching base on some of those items too in my blog as well. Yeah, so I think what I'll, what I'll do is I'll start it off with a, with a joke, and then I think I'll answer that joke next week. First one, then, is why do programmers use keyboard protectors? Hey, guys. I just wanted to say thanks again for tuning in to this week's podcast. Can't wait to see you guys next week. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe to my Facebook page and my channel for more podcasts. See you next time.